Well, you know that it's going to be all right. I think it's gonna be all right. Everything will always be all right when we go shopping. Well, you know that it's going to be all right when we go shopping. It's always Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. My mother Harmony is here. I am. Sanitizing her hands for the 7,000th time. <laughs> Never uh, Very good. Uh, it is that time of the show where we take your questions, your comments, your thoughts. What's going on? Where are you seeing the deals? Have you had any interesting experiences? Have you found something great? 651-641-1071. I was at Macy's Southdale. For the first time in a very long time. Oh, no, that's exciting. No, it wasn't. I, it was, first of all, I felt like I was alone. And there's really, you know how we talked a few weeks ago about how they're changing the website, which they did, and how the people who are there, the sales associates, are going to be dressed in some of the newer things and be able to help you and all. I never saw a sales associate. And all over the store, now the store's clean, I'll, I'll say that, but there's arrows and signs pointing you to the checkout counters because there's nobody to help you. And I'm not sure there were people at the checkout counters either. <sighs> I didn't see that. But um, I did mm. notice that Southdale in general had, they're not shopping stores like for clothing, but I walked by a, it was called Prince Music, but I don't think it meant prints as such but it had all kinds of guitars and other instruments and then there was a golf store Mm -hmm. i don't know if all of these are temporary but at least they weren't closed up you know yeah not the southdale that we used to know no no so go to rosedale yeah i'm sorry just a little further away that's the problem for you not for everybody no exactly um (laughs) okay it is uh mother's day coming up i'm glad you realize that yes that's i mean it's coming up fast it's It's this sunday this not this no a a week week from from sunday a week from from tomorrow yes okay um and you know the today show had you usually and i i was going to talk about tech gifts you know during the tech report sure you know what it's the same stuff they tell you every time i mean there's just nothing that's that new and exciting but the today show had some cute ideas really yes and not real expensive i thought this one was really good i'm sure you'd like this for us to have this together it's called a long distance connection bracelet oh so you because we do not spend enough time together so like you would be wearing one Uh and i would be wearing one and anytime i touched it it would light up on your end. So you would seriously? Know, yes. And so we would have a connection. That's How actually kind of cute. It is. For mothers is. and daughters who are long what? distance. Absolutely. So it's just like a blinking you light. T- you, if you tap the bracelet, it lights up the other connected bracelet. Where did you get and this? And you can also customize the colors and the materials um, for a special touch, too. Actually, you can get it at Bond, B O N D, touch. Or on Amazon. 
And it's, I don't think it's a ridiculous price. It's $59. Yeah, but okay, I'm sorry. I think that is a very cute idea, and I think they could make this look better. It looks like a rubber, it looks like a watch band. Well, but that's what I'm saying. It looks like a Fitbit, basically. It does. It does a lot. But that's because they're showing it in black, and you can do it in other colors and other materials. So, you know, you'd have to uh, check on that. But I think it's a really cute idea. Wouldn't you like to have that? And then I would touch it and you would know I was thinking about you. That's hello. It's a fun idea. idea. I think it's cute. I'd like to see them do some other. But yeah, I only see the rubber, mom. I'm not seeing other materials. I'm telling you what it says, though. It says you can customize the colors and materials for the bracelet bands. Okay. I do so that. Can, that is a new one. I have not is. seen I mean, that, that before, no, and, and I, I think, think that's, that's a, fun. Yeah. Here's another one. It's called Ballard Designs Bunny Williams Floral Specimens, um, and instead of a bouquet of flowers, which obviously will last for only a, a short time, mm-hmm. these are floral sculptures, and they're handmade from iron and resin and wood, and then they're hand painted. And there's several different designs. They're very pretty. And it's something that then you can have in your home all the time. And that, it's a funny price, $62.10. I don't know why it has that extra 10 cents on it. But that's another. And here's a good one. It's called Bareback Body Care Systems. And it's one tool, but it's sort of like they tell you that you could be in a spa every day. Uh, It's a a mom-owned business, and it's a four-in-one tool. You can use it as a back scratcher, a massager, or you can apply lotion or exfoliate exfoliate as a dry brush, and it can be used really on your entire body. It also has a collapsible design, so you can take it with you, and it is only $22.97 at bareback or $21.97 on Amazon. Hmm. Um, that doesn't sound good to you? I don't know. I mean, it's fine. It feels like you could just, you know, like you could use anything. Well. You could use a wooden whatever. Well, I don't know. It's okay. got, I mean, it folds up and everything. This right. is nice for somebody with young children. Digital children's artwork collage. And this is on Etsy for $26. And again, it's another mom-owned business. They'll curate a collage of all of your the cute little artwork that you've got from your little children. You select, children. yeah, like you and yeah. your brother. Mm-hmm. Um, you select the size and you send it to the owner and the photos that you want in the collage. And then she handles the rest and she puts it all together in a digital file that you can download or print or frame in time for Mother's Day. Wow. So I think that's kind of a, a cute idea. Too. I like that. That feels very, yeah. I've been hearing about more um, of these kinds of services. I heard about one and I'm going to try to find it now because people are going to want to know where um, you can give all the family recipes and, and they'll put it together oh, as a book, a book, which I think is amazing. And then this is one, this is a bigger investment, but it could be such an amazing thing. I know a couple people who've done it. It's called Story Worth. You go to you can go to storyworth.com. They actually have a Mother's Day sale going on. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone has a story worth sharing. Preserve meaningful moments and memories in a beautiful keepsake book. Um, and then you you basically um you you write down all the things. They put it together for you. Basically, you kind of you dump all your memories yeah. and they put it all together and give you kind of this amazing scrapbook of oh. your family history. Yeah. I think that's... Sweet. And what do they charge for that? 
I don't know, Mom. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, I know the price of this. And this, I think there are a lot of mothers who might like this. It's the Mother's Day Boozy Ice Cream Pack. Does that sound I good to you? Price. Sorry, okay. I found right. the price. Sorry, I found the price. It's $10 off. It's it's on sale for $89 right now. I mean, like okay, I said, it's, well, a, it's not a, a terrible. It's not terrible. No. I mean, it's just, this not, is going to take a little bit of work. But memories it, are priceless, That's Alex. right. And so is your relationship with your mom. <laughs> but you could pull this together today. It's a rainy day. Get all the photos. Love get the memories. Day. Call your siblings. Gather all the stuff. Yeah. Send it in. You could still get this done. Um and well, it's a cute idea. Time. Yeah. Back to the booze. Okay. Okay. So it's called Tipsy Scoop. And it is, uh, the founder is a mom and fifth generation ice cream maker and knows what mothers want. A sweet treat, she says, and a cocktail. So she's made this bundle that you can have delivered right to your mom's door. Four flavors. Cake batter vodka martini. Dark chocolate whiskey salted caramel strawberry white sangria sorbet which sounds delicious and raspberry lemoncello sorbet and each pint contains five percent alcohol they ship nationwide now this i think is really interesting if you go to gold belly which a lot of people know about that you can get all kinds of foods from all over restaurants that you love and all it's Mm 99.95 but if you go to tipsy scoop it's $56. Wow. So that is a huge difference. But I think that, you know, that's a really cute idea for someone, especially if they've got little kids and, you know, could use a, a little pick-me-up. I love it. I found the other one um, it's that, that I was going to say about the recipes. And I think this, I love this idea, and I'm not even a big cook, as most people know. Yes. Um, it's called Heirloom Collaborative. HeirloomCollaborative.com. This is a local woman who helps you preserve your family recipes. Now, I don't know about you. I have bits of paper. I, do I have from my a mother. spiral notebook yep. that's falling apart. Yep. And you could, before all of those get just destroyed or shredded or lost, you give them all to this local woman here in the Twin Cities, and she turns it into a beautiful, absolutely professional-looking cookbook. She makes the recipes. Get this. She so makes- you give her the recipe for your grandma's meatloaf. Yeah. Nobody makes it like grandma, except she'll make it and then take these beautiful photos. Oh, you're kidding. And you get this like professional cookbook. It looks amazing. I think that's lovely. I will say I still have some of my mother's recipes in her handwriting. Yeah. And I those are priceless to me. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And I wonder but, if she could actually incorporate that or take photos. Yeah. But I mean, it's unbelievable what she does. These look so good. That's it's a great heirloom. idea. I don't know that you could get it done in time. I think there's a bit of a, you know, turn on well, this. Well, but, but even if you let your mother know that it's coming. Sure. You know. Heirloomcollab.com. Do you want my recipes, honey? I mean, you have like four. Oh, oh, that's so <laughs> like nasty. We'd have to include like aunts and cousins to get oh, enough to make so a book. Oh, you're so nasty. When we get back, it's time for the tech report. That's next on Shop Girls. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. Well, Mom, recipes might not be your sweet spot, but we know where you really shine yes. is technology. Oh, absolutely. It's time for the tech report. The internet is a series of tubes. Time once again for Harmony's Tech Report. You know, I sort of was thinking about this as we had our first guest on Mm -hmm. that was talking about the NFTs. 
because Meta, which used to be Facebook, right, uh, is still really big on trying to you know define this new metaverse, right? And they're opening their first retail store. Um, it will allow customers to test Portal, Ray-Ban stories, and Quest 2. It's going to be in California. What are Ray-Ban stories? Ray-Ban are the glasses that they now have that you can see things through, you know, the um She's gesturing. She's ge- yeah, I'm gesturing. <laughs> ver- I didn't know that Ray-Ban is doing virtual reality glasses? Well, with, yes. Okay. I think I, I don't think I made that up. Okay. Okay. Let's hope not. <laughs> anyway. Oh my goodness. Um, we should have a disclaimer at the beginning of this segment. <laughs> may or may not. No, be I think truth. so. Just wait. Let me finish. Uh-huh. Okay. Truth so adjacent. this door is going to be opening near their headquarters on May 9th. Okay. And the whole idea of it is that customers can be hands on with their VR virtual reality mm-hmm. headsets, the smart glasses, and video chat products. Um, so this way they can, you know, get get an idea of how things will be. It seems that what Meta wants to do is they want to promote their technologies and demonstrate, you know, the metaverse's potential within the store. So they feel it's going to help people make a connection with their products as the gateway to the metaverse in the future. Hmm. So some of the things that the shoppers can do, they can try out Beat Saber whatever that is, Golf Plus, Real VR Fishing, or Supernatural in its Quest 2 area. Um, And you can also come in and watch people testing if you like to be a voyeur. You can watch them using these VR devices on a large TV screen. Um, So you can, the the Ray-Ban stories will be, these these are, yes, I'm right. They're the, I knew I was. They're the first generation smart glasses. So that's, you know, the, okay. the whole idea behind cool. that. Um, so far, it would seem that Gen Z is engaged with the metaverse, but it's in kind of a mixed way. They use it, but not quite as much as they thought they would. Uh, there was a, a report that said that while a quarter of teenagers have a VR device, only 5% use it daily. And less than half said they are unsure if they are really interested in the metaverse. Mm. So what I think is interesting is that's Mark Zuckerberg's take on it all. And the metaverse is, you know, that's just the wave of the future. Okay. Then we have Evan Spiegel, who is the, um, the CEO of Snap. And he is not such a believer. In fact, he said he he just announced Pixie, P-I-X-Y, which I think sounds kind of cool. It's a $229 drone, and it takes off in your hand. So it's not one that, you know, you have to remote control and it flies. Okay. It takes off from your hand. But, but it so flies. So you can capture, yes, you can capture selfies. Like a bug. With it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It flies like a bug. Okay. Okay. So he spent some time explaining his decision to focus on experiences that are built for the real world instead of this virtual metaverse. And he said, the reason why we don't use that word is because it's pretty ambiguous and hypothetical. Just ask a room of people how to define it. And everyone's definition is totally different. And Mm. I think that he's right. Um, He told the verge that companies making metaverse pitches are really talking about something that doesn't exist yet, as opposed to, 
AR, augmented reality, where there are 250 million people that are engaging with that every day in just the Snapchat Snapchat application. Okay. So those interactions are everything he said from goofy, you know, selfie effects that they made popular years ago to more advanced shopping experiences. Hmm. So while they disagree on the metaverse, they do agree that the AR glasses will one day be big. Um, Zuckerberg calls them the holy grail device. But Spiegel says he thinks that they'll be the key to, to overlaying computer computing in the world around you. But his Mark Zuckerberg's vision is, you know, obviously that the metaverse is the big thing and we're going to be spending billions of dollars in it. And Spiegel says our our fundamental thesis and our big bet is on the real world and that people really enjoy spending time with each other in reality. Imagine that! And that computer, computing can really enhance that more and make more fun and contribute to shared experiences. Well, I mean, I think that, you know, we're all trying to make it into this like, wow, like mind blowing thing. I mean, all you have to do is look at a a, a kid, look at the average, you know, kid, tween, teen playing video games with their friends. I mean, what my son does is he calls his friends on the phone. They are on speakerphone while they're playing and then they're online. Sometimes he uses headphones. I don't know. It depends what game and what friend. I have no idea, but they're playing (laughs) together. They are not together, but they're talking the whole time and they're giggling and sometimes they're talking about other things i mean that to me is what we're talking about well i think it makes far more sense i i do not understand i you know i'm sure there are people far smarter than i am that realize why nfts are a good investment or you know cryptocurrencies and all that sort of stuff if i have a painting that i like i want to see it I don't want to have to go turn my computer on in order to see it. I mm-hmm. just, I don't know. That's that's just me. Yeah. Anyway, um, on a totally different note, uh, there are many brands and publications that are getting into this whole live stream shopping trend. Seventeen Magazine hosted its first live stream shopping event with Talk Shop Live and Maybelline just this last week. Um, and then Walmart fulfilled the orders that were placed. A Maybelline New York makeup artist demonstrated all kinds of prom beauty looks. Yeah. And during this 30-minute stream, and they showed lipsticks and concealers and blush and all of that. And then you could buy it. And Talk Shop Live and Walmart, they work together. It's part of the same company. They, they've experienced a 515% growth in events since they first started trying this out in November of last year. And it is attracted all kinds, Talk Shop Live has attracted all kinds of brands and publications uh, as partners, including Bus, BuzzFeed, Best Buy, Procter & Gamble, all to hold these live stream shopping events. It just seems to be the, the whole wave of the future of shopping. We're testing so, it out. Yep. So that's kind of a big thing um, that is happen- happening, and okay. it would seem that the industry could grow to $25 billion by 2023. Well, we're going to talk more about that okay. and what is the future of online shopping, especially as people are getting back out With into the real experts? stores. Yes, we've got a real expert. <laughs> not that you're not, but maybe a little. Careful. That's next on Shop Girls. Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, you know, Mom, you were just talking about all this craziness all in the metaverse and what we're buying. And is it real? Is it fake? The thing I do like about the metaverse is everything fits better. 
better oh, there? Oh, much better. Don't have to Looks try it on. on. No. If I never had to try on a swimsuit or jeans again, I would be happy sure. about it. Well, what is the future of shopping? We've seen that as people are coming out of the pandemic a bit, they are returning to physical stores. Yep. So what happens to all of this knowledge and expertise we've built up with online shopping? You know what I think, Mom? What? I think we should ask an actual expert. God, we need an expert. Expert. Time now for the shop girls to ask. She really knows what she's talking about. He knows everything. Everything. An actual expert. Hear that? We've got an expert here. Yeah. Well, I am just delighted to welcome to the show an actual expert indeed. Tom Wallen is the chief marketing officer of the Bluebird Group, and he specializes in all things retail, and he's here to talk to us a little bit about the future of shopping. Hi, Tom. Happy Saturday. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit first about Bluebird Group for everyone who isn't familiar. Absolutely. The Bluebird Group is an omni-channel retail services agency that focuses on helping established and emerging brands find paths to success at retailers like Target, Best Buy, Kohl's, Costco, and Walmart. So our goal is to help them navigate that process and make that shopping experience at those retailers effective. Okay. And you're based here in Minneapolis. We are, yes. Okay. So give me an wait, I want you to give me an example when you when you say that, you know, that, that you're helping them in that way. Give me an example, a concrete example, so that I can understand how you help them. Sure. So a brand, think of any product on the shelf. This isn't a client of ours, but but think of um, a baking soda product. Okay. They come to an agency like Bluebird because they know how to create a product and make a brand, mm-hmm. but they don't know how to do it successfully at a retailer. Target has certain expectations of their brands that they hope to see. And we help ourselves, we put ourselves in the middle of that conversation and help these brands navigate these each individual conversation. Okay. Right. So the, from the branding, the packaging, how they present the whole thing. So, so Tom, I guess the big question is, what are you telling all of your clients right now? Do you, as, as you watch the, the numbers, and we all went so far into online shopping and everyone talked about how it just was sort of accelerating the trend. Do you see in-person shopping coming back? Are we going back to stores? And what happens with online shopping then? Certainly consumers are going back to stores. I think the more important part as we talk about online is the last several years have increased the expectation consumers Mm. have about the shopping choices they have. They want to pick up product fast. They want to do it when it's right for them. And that puts a big burden on these retailers who are traditionally um, tasked to just put a box on a shelf and hope when somebody walks by, they grab it. Certainly online shopping has been a thing for the last decade or so, but all of the new ways that a consumer wants their product fulfilled, targets uh, drive up and pick up, that type of evolution has created an expectation that I think is here to stay mm-hmm. and certainly is going to continue to make it, make it challenging for retailers to keep up with the ways people want to do their shopping. So are you seeing any examples right now? Who do you think is, is doing it well right now? Great question. Target, I will tell you, even though they're Minneapolis-based and they're a a retailer of ours, they are doing this really well from the sheer fact of they're thinking about the entire ecosystem. Certainly, they have an app that's easy to shop. They have an online website that's easy to navigate, and they provide those fulfillment options. But they announced several months ago about this idea. They're also going to allow you to pick up Starbucks at the same time you're doing your orders. Yeah. And thinking like that and, and, and thinking about all of the things the consumer 
needs to consume or wants to consume will tie that ecosystem together. And so hats off to them. And Best Buy is the same way. Not every purchase needs to go in and have a long conversation, uh, which they're really great at. Um, and they've also advanced their their quick go in the store, pick it up, or drive and self. So it's simple things, but they go a long way in earning the customer's trust. Do you think, Tom, did the pandemic really make a huge difference in how they've all looked at things? Do you think this would have happened without the pandemic or happened as quickly? Well, Amazon was always pushing the needle on Prime. Uh, you know, back when two-day shipping was, was a miracle. Right. And then they made one-day shipping, and then they announced Prime Now. Then which they lived at your delivery. house. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. That expectation has kind of been humming along. I think the last two years forced every retailer to get in the game yeah. and get serious about fulfillment as a key part of what makes them a great place to shop. Yeah. So the real question is, as we talk about all this, you know, Target can do it. Tar- Target can make these big announcements and make these big changes. The average boutique or the, you know, independent store can't. So how do they stay in the game if our expectations are higher than ever? Great question. The, the smaller channels can do it. Um, that might not be an operational focus. Where they really excel is this idea that, again, consumers just want frictionless and easy. So a mom and pop retailer might know exactly what 95% of consumers that shop there carry, and they commit all of their inventory dollars to do just that. Uh, They no longer try to be everything to everyone within their small space, but they are very much honed in to what that community of people hope to see on their shelves. And when they master that, whether they're small, medium, or large, they will hold the customer attention. Okay. So do you think right now, what's more important to have a, a broad array of products or to just have a couple of products that you can get to people really fast? It's both, unfortunately. <laughs> the, the good news is uh, it's, it's the discipline around uh, that supply chain issues have created, that inflation has created, doesn't allow retailers to truly have everything. Um, certainly Amazon's really good at having everything because of their marketplace, Walmart, the same target and Best Buy, but those retail operations, but truly identifying the products people hope to see both in store and online, it's a discipline that I think has been revitalized. I, I grew up in traditional merchandising and I love the idea of picking products that consumers wanted. And the last couple of years has really doubled down on that to make sure that if you were putting as a retailer, your, your money and time and talent into operating the business, it, it better be sure it's around the right categories and products because mm-hmm. customers just have too many other options, too many seamless options if you disappoint them. Yeah. Tom, where do you go shopping when you want to get inspired, whether it's for work or, or for your real life? I'm, I'm a social shopper, unfortunately. I, I like the idea of having this very passive idea with an Instagram or even TikTok or just general online browsing. I'm, I'm very much somebody that doesn't like to say, I'm going to the store today so I can go shop. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have it be organic um, for the things that I want to do research on. And so I'm very much okay that, you know, while I'm talking about my kids on Instagram, I'm also being served ads for running shoes or, or men's apparel. I'm, I'm okay with that. And I'm well equipped to purchase there. Um, certainly if I want to, I want to buy groceries or do things kind of rhyme and rhythm to the week, 
I'll, I'll still go at Target and those type of channels, but I'm very much okay with the new age shopping experience. So you do you buy? Would you say that you buy more online in your personal life than you do in stores? Not groceries. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I would say the caveat being, um, even if I physically go and pick it up at the store, mm-hmm. I'd rather not enter. And really? so I'm I'm very comfortable kind of creating an entire grocery list and then choosing to have it brought to my car at Target. Um, It's not a, I never want to leave my home debate. It's just (laughs) what's the easiest thing I can work into my daily life. Yeah, I have to say that we obviously started using the, you know, pickup at at Target a lot in the last two years. There are times I want to go in because there are lots of things I want to look for, but it's really nice to have them do all that for you and just put it in your car. I agree. And, And it's complex. And so hats off to these retailers who, you know, what normally might take five, seven, ten years to bring to market, they've really accelerated that. And so I've personally been pleased with the amount of um, retailers that have got in the camp and listened to the customer yeah. and have developed their own strategies to meet their needs. Tom, before we let you go, any other big trends on your radar so that we can all feel like we're ahead of it? I hate saying it because it's, it's, as an adult, it's hard to admit, but TikTok is a booming way people are finding things they want, not just the cool and hip stuff, but it's a really great research tool. If you want to learn about everything from grass fertilizer, uh, <laughs> iced tea, it's just, a, it's an emerging place. Consumers want to engage. And so us in the retail community are taking it pretty seriously. Are wow. you on, are you on TikTok? I won't tell my kids, but, but yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I. I, I think that's the misnomer that we've all, we all wrote it off like, oh, it's, it's just for kids. kids. And I think more and more uh, adults are using it, yeah. much to the chagrin of kids, probably. Probably. They got to find the next thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Tom, great talking to you. Continue to, to share your insights. We really appreciate it. It's good to get your perspective. Tom's the chief marketing officer at the Bluebird Group in Minneapolis. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, that's uh, that's our expert on yeah. uh, on retail. Good stuff. He knows more than we do. Mm, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to give them that. It is good to validate what we spout off on, isn't it? Sometimes we're right. Sometimes we are. Um, Mom, we have like just a minute before we have to go. If you want to um, tell everybody about the other cookbook on our radar, we told you about the custom one, which is going to cost quite a bit. But But what about the Gilmore Girls? You know, I think there are a lot of people out there who still love the Gilmore Girls and, and miss them. There is a first official Gilmore Girls cookbook that is bringing all of the cast uh, into your kitchen. So they've come out. It, it is literally called Gilmore Girls, the official cookbook. It's 30, $33. Is new? Yes. It's $33. Uh, brings over 50 recipes that were inspired by the show. Everything, including Luke's special omelet, Sookie's survival margaritas, and all of these things. And they've been inspired by meals that they had, you know, at the Dragonfly Inn and at the Weston's Bakery and Luke's Diner and all of that. So, I mean, and there's great pictures in the books, in the book from, you know, from the show. 
So I think it's kind of a fun idea if you know anybody who really loved the Gilmore Girls. And I think mm-hmm. more and more all the younger kids Rediscovering coming up. Rediscovering and streaming. Then, yes, yeah. yeah. So oh my it's gosh. kind of a nice idea for a gift. Do you want to know one of the most delightful discoveries? Do you know what's available now for streaming? Wait, before you say that, let me just say, because oh. it doesn't hit the shelves till May 10th. But you can pre-order it on Amazon. Okay. okay, and then you can just make a little card and tell everybody yes. that uh, if you're buying it for Mother's Day. Right. Um, the Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch? The Brady Bunch it's is three? streaming, yes, Oh, on Hulu. my goodness. You can watch it now. So oh. there's your day. We've just oh. solved your Saturday. <laughs> but actually, there's a lot going on, so when we get back, we're going to tell you where to go, what to do, and where the deals are. That's still ahead on Shop Girls. Welcome back. We are wrapping up an action-packed shop, girls. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, mom, I know you're probably getting your outfit ready. The Met Gala is Monday night. I know. I've had such trouble deciding what I'm going to wear. You're right. What's the theme? Gilded glamour. Oh. And apparently the idea of that, it was... um, in the 18, it was like 1870 to 1890 was considered the Gilded Age of New York. Mm-hmm. And so the whole idea, this is white tie dress code. It should be very opulent, um, lots of flourishes. They expect lots of head, you know, like, I don't know, headdresses of all kinds. And this all happens on Monday and you can watch it. You can stream it on Vogue's platform or um e entertainment is also going to be carrying it so it you know it's kind of fun just to see what they come up with um lin-manuel miranda is like a an honorary host and blake mm. lively oh uh, right and, blake yeah. lively. with um with ryan you both know, of them I or just her? Ryan. I thought it was her. It. I thought it was both. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. I think okay. it is. Okay. Well, that'll be kind of well. fun to watch so, and yeah. see a little fashion yeah. on Monday night. Very I, good. I, I was, <clears throat> excuse me, I was going to tell you. Oh, yes. The official chairs are Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds and Regina King okay. and Lynn Manuel Miranda. <clears throat> okay. All right. Um, hey, what was this that you were telling me about um, Dick's Sporting Goods? Oh, launching. You know, everybody thinks it's important nowadays to be in resale. Yes, which indeed. obviously it is. Uh-huh. And so they have started a program. <clears throat> excuse me. It's under public lands. That's the banner they're using. They're going to be launching an in-store buyback program for your outdoor gear, um, hard and soft goods in select markets. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. They will be starting in Denver and Pittsburgh, but will probably be launching it. Yeah, I uh, wonder when they open their new um, store and their new layout at um, Ridgedale, if, if maybe they, they would that. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised possible, if they bring it there. What I'm trying to understand <clears throat> is if it's only gear that was purchased there, because it's you know it says they're calling it a buyback program, and so yeah. I just wonder um, about that. But I love the idea. It does not, I did not see that it said it had to be from Dix. Okay. But I am not positive this is, uh, this public lands is their new entrant into the outdoor space. Right. Space they're they're they, going to accept. they've launched. Tents, backpacks, outerwear, skis, snowboards, and more categories as it evolves. And they will donate 1% of um, the offer's 
that are given to sellers to environmental organization, 1% for the planet. Well, given that so. there's been like a two small batting helmets sitting in my mudroom for the past two months that have been like, what are we doing? <laughs> it's never going to fit. Thing? When are we? Right. right. Like, I, I love this idea and yeah, anything I, to make it easier to, to get rid of the gear that you absolutely. don't need and get it in the hands of people who do so that it, um, it doesn't go to waste. It's hard to believe. But I, well, no, I guess it, it's a year ago already, though. Nike launched a footwear refurbishment program in 15 of their stores Mm -hmm. and Fabletics and Adidas have debuted uh, resale programs in partnership with ThreadUp. So, you know, a lot of companies are doing this now. Well, I uh, my most recent podcast on By All Means is with Dory Graff, the, the co-founder and, and CEO. And it's so of, good. Oh, thank you for listening. Yes. Of Kitizen, yes. which is a retail marketplace that's been around since 2013. But I feel like, you know, it's just exploded as more people yeah. realize the value. And they're now doing brand partnerships where they're building right. sites like this for other brands like Tea Collection, the, the children's yeah. brand. And they're doing others. And, you know, Dory was saying that it's just becoming it's expected now that i mean that in the next handful of years every major retail brand is going to need to have some sort of retail component it's just becoming what everyone wants the standard by consumers and 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 yeah it's no longer just a once a year we'll collect your stuff and give it to goodwill they're actually reselling it repurposing it and and so much of it is is perfectly good especially you know children's things which of course they outgrow long before the clothes are, you know, no longer usable. Right. right. Um, in local news, happy birthday to Golden Rule, one of oh, the most yes. charming shops ever in Excelsior, celebrating its seventh <clears throat> birthday today. Seven years of maker-oriented gifts and art, and they are doing their first in-person party today since the pandemic began. Oh, is that right? That's right. Um, they're going to have um, Steady Pour will be there doing cocktails. They've got new art music gifts with purchase mm. it's going on today from 10 to 5 that would be so fun head out to excelsior they're at 350 water street that's in excelsior cool. that's a good run and they've really um erin has really stuck oh with it's it. a wonderful and store it is um, um sh- sh- oh i'm ahead. sorry i was just gonna say before we get into steals and deals one for our team us older women oh. um dame I helen sure mirren? what, what yeah, team you no. were on uh, that's the team. <laughs> that's your team? Dame you're helen. on helen mirren's team <laughs> i am okay. she is gracing the cover of people's uh people magazine's beautiful issue uh they're, they're which just Have they changed it out. is it no longer the most beautiful people in the world well, I think they just call it the beautiful issue. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe they just changed it. She said she was gobsmacked when she found out that, that she word. was, that she good was on the cover. And she said she likes to think of it more as swagger as mm. opposed to because she said she loves the word swagger because it means she's confident in herself and the way she presents herself in the world. And so she's, but you know, she's a lovely lady. Yes, she is. And she's 76. All right. Kudos to Helen Mirren. Let's do some steals and deals. For some furniture or a mattress, I got the special word that we are all friends and family of Slumberlands. Do you feel good about that? Good to know. Yes, we are their friends. And this weekend is the friends and family sale 30% off of items that 
never go on sale oh, otherwise. Great. So get over there. Um, it's happening this weekend. We mentioned earlier, you've got one hour left if you're listening in real time to get to the Soda Clothing Warehouse sale at their store in St. Louis Park. Lots of great deals there, again, that you don't find most of the time. Um, another big anniversary and event, um, Ooh La La Boutique. Oh, I like that. Yes, um, which is in also an Excelsior store, and they have opened a new store that we told you about called Tavor. It's the one year anniversary of Tavor. It's the 25th anniversary of Ooh La La. 25th. That's yes. big. Can you believe it? No. And they are doing anniversary sales at both stores this weekend. So today and tomorrow, special deals and markdowns and discounts there. And um, just a festive atmosphere. It's nice to celebrate those those milestones. Yeah, it really is. And I mean, for retail stores, local retail stores to stay in business that long. I mean, that is that's something to be celebrated. It's a big deal. Um, it's also the St. Paul Art Crawl, the spring art crawl, we should say. Spring. spring. Uh-huh. Emphasis on spring. spring. Going bet. on this weekend at a lot of um, lofts <laughs> and buildings throughout St. Paul. Um, there's also the whole West 7th Art District that's in on it. Lots of different um, places to go see art. That's such a fun day. I love just meandering through. It's fun to see some of the galleries and oh, sure. um, artist studios as well. If you want all of the details on that, you can go to I'm going to tell you where you can go. You can okay. go to stpaulartcollective.org and get all the details. And they actually have other events going on through the month. So if you can't get to this one, don't worry about it. But it would be really be fun more. to get out and support the artists this weekend. That's today and tomorrow. I would tell you about the Fashion Week events that are happening. But guess what, they're folks? Sold they're out. sold out, which is amazing. It's but there wonderful. will be live streaming opportunities, especially of this AAPI, the Asian American and Pacific um, American show that's happening at Alliance Field today. Oh, okay. I hope it's in an un- a covered part. So. It's going on this afternoon and there's going to be a live stream. So go to Fashion Week MN. Um, and the details there. And check it out and you can live vicariously. It's just nice to see all these shows happening and people going out right. for them. So Absolutely. much talent in town.